This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Welcome to all our viewers, Torah Anytime. We're preparing ourselves now for the days ahead of us, Purim Habaleinu L'Toivah. Chazal tell us that at Purim, the Jews accepted the Torah, re-accepted the Torah. At Har Sinai, the mountain was forced over our heads, and we were forced into Kabbalah Satorah. Says the Gemara that on Purim, Kimu Kiblu, that the Jews re-accepted the Torah, but this time willingly. Says Rashi, out of love, Me'avas Hanes. Why is it that Purim and Mechir Samalek bring us to accept the Torah willingly? The timing of Amalek coming to attack us the first time was between Yitzias Mitzrayim and Kabbalah Satorah. Between leaving Egypt and receiving the Torah, in between, Amalek came to attack us. It seems that he was trying to sever that connection between Yitzias Mitzrayim and Matan Torah. And therefore he came in between to sever the two They shouldn't be connected. The Torah in more than one place does connect them. And the Torah speaks out and we see from there how vital it is to connect Yitzias Mitzrayim with Matan Torah. The Pesach in Shemois says, right at the beginning of Shemois, Hashem says to Moshe, When I take you out of Egypt, you'll tavdun, you'll serve me, you'll receive the Torah in Hasinai. <laughs> What's the greater proof than the Aserah Sadibris themselves? And the Mepharshim asks, he should have said, I created heaven and earth. Why does it say, I took you out of Eretz Mitzrayim? It seems from here that Matan Torah was the Shlemus and reached its Shlemus at Har Sinai. What's so important to connect Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to Matan Torah? What's so important to connect the two? Once we know how important the connection is, then we'll know what Amalek was doing by coming in between and trying to sever and to separate the two. And the idea is the following. What does Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim represent? What does leaving Egypt represent? The answer, freedom. We were slaves and we came out. We came out in freedom. We sit at the Seder table. We lean. We drink wine. We do everything as a sign of freedom. So Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Cheros, freedom. Matan Torah is accepting upon ourselves the Torah, the yoke of Torah and mitzvahs. Initially, that seems very far from freedom. <laughs> we, 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 we had to take 613 mitzvahs plus seven rabbinical mitzvahs. Even Parai didn't demand so much <laughs> than Hashem demands from us. And we know that Rashi brings the beginning of Parashas Mishpatim. Oizenzu, this ear that heard, Kili b'nei Yisrael avodim heim. This ear that heard at Har Sinai. So at Har Sinai, we became avodim of Hashem. And yet... Crowns were attached to us. Crowns is not an Avdus. Crowns is a king. A king has a bottom, but he's not an Evid. And the 620 letters to the Sarasadibras, like the Gematria of Kesar, crown. So what happened on Har Sinai? Hashem forced the mountain over us. So what is this? Is this slavery or is this freedom? Is this... The answer is, it depends to what degree you're still connected to Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. The purpose of connecting the freedom, the cheris of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim to Matan Torah is because of the famous Chazal. 
Chorus al haluchos. Ein lecha ben chayrin ela misha oisik b'tayra. Tayra mitzvah is chayrus. It seems avdus. It seems slavery. But the purpose of anoichi Hashem lekecha. Asher tzisichom eretz mitzrayim. I took you out of Egypt and you became free. And that freedom is chal now at Mamad Hasina at Kabbalah Satoyra. The purpose of connecting the two is that the cheres of the feeling of freedom of Yitzis Mitzrayim should carry over so that we should feel free when we accept the Torah. Chorus ala luchos. If the first luchos would not be broken, then the Jews would have received the first luchos. And then chorus ala luchos means that we would have felt cheres and we would have felt that Torah and mitzvahs is the ultimate freedom. The first luchos was broken. But our voida is to feel that Torah and mitzvahs just brings us more and more freedom. And that's why the end of Parshas Yisroi, of Kabbalah Satoira, is the Parsha of the Mizbeach. And the last postage of Parshas Yisroi is, don't climb steps. Don't climb steps onto the Mizbeach. Make a ramp. A ramp is something that is to run up. And the Mishnah says in the second paragraph of Yuma, they raced, they ran up the ramp. What's the significance of the Mishnah telling us this? Kunto was saying this is beautiful. In the Beis HaMikdash, there was Avoida. It's called Avoida. V'hoshev esa Avoida ledvir b'secho. Avoida is a lashon of Avdus. Were we slaves in the Beis HaMikdash? This was our home. That's why they used to run. The first thing they did was, the first thing in the day, the first actions of the day, our first connection to the daily, connection to the Mizbeach, was racing up the ramp, running. You know why? Because running in Hebrew is rotsim. And rotsim is the lotion. Rots. Rots is the root of rotsoin. Rotsoin means this is our will. This is what we want to do. When they ran up the ramp, they were showing this is what they want to do. If this is what they want to do, then the avoid of the Besamikdash is cheros. Let's come to terms with it. What's really the difference between avdus and cheros? What's the difference between slavery and freedom? The answer is... Slavery is when you can't do what you want. You're enslaved. You have to do what the master wants, not what you want. But if everything the master wants is what you want, if everything you want is what the master wants, if you just want to do the master's will, you're not a slave. That's the greatest cheros. The Besamikdash is a place of avoider, avdus. But they ran up the ramp. And Ratzin is Ratzoin. And they showed that they won it. And if you want it, then it's the greatest freedom. The avdus of Torah mitzvahs is the greatest freedom. That's the connection, once again, between Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which is Cheres, and Matan Torah, which is Torah. If you connect them, then you feel the freedom of Torah mitzvahs. If you sever the link between them, then you don't feel. Amalek came to wage war in between leaving Egypt and receiving the Torah. To cut the link between them. Meaning, freedom has nothing to do with Matan Torah. I'll prove it to you. Hashem put the mountain over our heads. He forced us. Is forcing freedom? No, slavery. The master forces you. Amalek Sashkofa is, if you want to feel free, if you want to feel freedom, then you have to let go. You have to ease and release yourself from the yoke of Torah mitzvahs. Mitzrayim is freedom. Matan Torah is all avdus. 
No connection. He came in between. No connection between the two. That's what the clip of Amalek is. He doesn't let us feel how free we are when we perform Torah mitzvahs. And the more mitzvahs we do, the more freed and the more cheres we feel. That Amalek is trying to take away from us. We have to feel light and easy in Torah mitzvahs. And that's why when we fought with Amalek, Moshe Rabbeinu raised his arms. It's light. The Pasuk says when Moshe's hands became heavy and he couldn't raise them, then Amalek was winning. Heavy means if Torah mitzvahs is heavy on us, it's a yoke on us, it's heavy, then Amalek wins because that's what he's trying to do. We have to perform the mitzvahs with gishmak, feeling this is freedom, this is rotsen. We have to run, run, like they ran up the Mizbeach, to show this is our rotsen. In the Besamikdash, they used to force a person to bring up a korban, but Tilly said roitzani. He had to say roitzani. Rashi says at the beginning of Ayikra, is slavery. The master's forcing us. No, no, no. When you, as soon as you say roitzani, you're showing this is what you want. If this is what you want, then it's freedom. That's the clip of Amalek. That's what happened at the Sud of Achashverosh. Achashverosh and Haman are partners in crime. Achashverosh wants the Jews to feel that material, Gashmias, Taiva, Yetzirah, that's all freedom. Just let go. Give in to Yetzirah. Enjoy Taiva. Enjoy immorality. Just let yourself go. He invites us to a Suda, to a feast. Vashtia Kados, Ein Oines. You're not forced. It's freedom. I'm not forcing you, says Achashverosh. Ein Oines. I want you to enjoy freedom. You Jews are locked up with so many mitzvahs. Just let go. Come to the feast. Eat. Discuss immorality. Just let go. That's real freedom. What's the end of the Suda? The end of it is the rule came out as a result of the Suda. A rule, a choik, came out that a man is a master of his household. Aha. Taiva brings to slavery. Taiva, material life. Gashmias. Letting go of Judaism, that brings to slavery. The avdus of Yiddishkeit leads to the feeling of cheres. The feeling of cheres in Olam Hazel leads to avdus, just the opposite. So after the Jews succumbed and partook in the Surah of Achashverosh and felt relaxed, they felt let, letting go, they felt it was an outlet to them to drop and to succumb, that's an outlet That was the Avera. And that caused Amalek's rise. That's exactly what Amalek is. He came in between the Cheros of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim and Kabbalah Satoyah. He wants us to feel just that. Just that. That Matantoyah is an all. It's so many mitzvahs. It's the biggest yoke and the biggest slavery of all. And that's a lie. If you just do the mitzvahs and enjoy the mitzvahs, you'll see how free it is. That's the Simcha of Purim. That's why Purim, Mechis HaMalek, is a time where we accepted the Torah willingly. At Har Sinai, we were forced with a mountain over our heads. In the story of Purim, by Mechis HaMalek, we realized, in Judaism, you're forced, until you say you want it, because you really want it. And if you want it, it's freedom. A slave is forced because he doesn't want it. 
But if you want it, it's freedom. The, the Kabbalah Satara, the second time in the story of Purim, out of Ratzon, that was revealing retroactively that even when we are forced at Har Sinai to receive the Torah with a mountain over our heads, it was real freedom. That's the Yom Tov of Purim. We show how happy we are to do mitzvahs. The whole day we're busy doing mitzvahs and it's the happiest day of the year. Hallel is what we sing. Leil Yitzis Mitzrayim, we sang Hallel. We sing Hallel in Shul. We sing Hallel at Seder night. It's a time of Hallel. Hallel is a time when you're free, you sing Hallel. Why don't we sing Hallel on Purim? Asks the Gemara. One of the, one of the answers is that the Megillah is Hallel. Hallel is what we sing when we feel freedom. How does Hallel begin? Hallel begins with a Pasuk, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Avde Hashem. We begin Hallel saying that we are Avde Hashem. That's Hallel, that's freedom. Yes. When you see, when you feel that Avoida is the ultimate Cheres, when you feel that Avoida is the ultimate Cheres, then you're ready, then you're ready to feel Cheres, and the more mitzvahs you do, the more Cheres you're feeling. That is the Yom Tov of Purim. The Yom Tov of Purim is where we have to work on our enjoyment of the mitzvahs. We have to work on not looking at mitzvahs as a yoke. Not looking at mitzvahs as something where I just have to let go of mitzvahs a bit. I need my freedom. I need my outlet. For sure we need outlets. But doing the opposite of Torah mitzvahs is not an outlet. That is avdus. That is slavery. The Yitzhahara is called the Melech Zokin Iksil. He enslaves us. Hashem just wants us to be free. Purim is a day of Mechiyas Amalek. As soon as we erase Amalek, we are able once again to connect the freedom of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to the all of Torah mitzvahs of Matan Torah. We should be Zorcher Mitzvah Hashem to feel all our lives. We should be Zorcher to Mechiyas Amalek and to Binyan Beis Amiglosh B'mhera B'yomeinu Amen V'Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.